Welcome to Investor Insights, the wealth management podcast where we address investor needs, help you enhance your financial situation, and explore all parts of a person's financial life. And now, the host of Investor Insights, Mike Williams. Hello there and welcome back. It's Mike Williams and uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast. This time we're going to call it Out of Left Field. You know, when I was a kid, I sailed ocean races, and I recall the feeling when one would get uh, to a distant calm. In other words, you'd see it way off in the distance, and you'd notice the, the water was glass. You were sailing along just fine, but a mile ahead, you were going to come to a stop, whether you liked it or not. They're called the doldrums, making good time, of course, in the middle of nowhere and many miles from any land on which to step off and take a break. And you'd see that calm sea ahead. Sure, we looked for ways around it, but more often than not, our only choice was to simply drift through it. It was a letdown, no matter how hard we fought it. That's the sort of feeling one gets as we approach another summer. The calm awaits. The pause in activity, the shifting waters and dull currents will conjure up ghosts where they simply don't exist happens every summer, you can look back in time and realize that summer swoons that everybody's afraid of are often the lows of the year. A different way of looking at it, but certainly more productive. It's our job to remain focused and take advantage of those errors as long-term investors while the summers unfold. Our view stands. We're praying for a summer swoon, and we're going to suggest you build when and if it arrives. Our data suggests this 18-month pause has been a bit longer, has a bit longer to go, but once complete, once all are assured the end is near, the upside will be the next surprise. You know, the term out of left field, you usually hear that term and it's describing a negative surprise of some sort. Oh my gosh, didn't see that coming. It's always something that you don't see coming that's the surprise. That's where the term out of left field came from. I suggest we think in terms of what no one sees coming as we approach the summer doldrums. If we had a thousand people in a room and suggested to them that the quote recession that so many fear has pretty much already been going on for the last year, we'd be thought of as a detached, nutty person, I am sure. I don't mean the normal way we historically read a recession, but I suggest to you these are no longer historically normal economic times. New businesses today are planning and building drones, apps, self-driving cars, robotics, cloud operations, medical technologies the world has never seen, defense and space technologies that are eye-popping and even artificial intelligence tools which go far beyond what the baby boom created when they came on the scene. Let's face it, our perception needs to change with the times. The out-of-left-field thinking may need to be twisted around a bit this time as well. It may need to be seen more like we saw in the mid-80s or in 1994 and 95. In both of those periods, we saw a significant pause in the then-present growth cycle. It was termed then a stall in earnings, 
Each was marked by internal sector shifts. Each came close to recessionary readings, but neither actually became a recession. The media was all over it. Every data point that was down was certainly a sign of the looming recession, but it just kept looming. It never actually arrived. We suspect that's going to be the same here. In retrospect, what both of those pauses were, they were not recessions or preparations for recessions, but instead they were foundations being built for the next period of extended growth. I would argue we need to see our current situation in sort of the same manner. Not every time is exactly the same, but it rhymes, if you will. An important sector of our economy has seen a tectonic shift in its structure and viability. The media has covered it in a way where one would think only of apocalypse now. Oil going from expensive to cheap is not an apocalypse. This, of course, is wrong and only inflamed fears again, causing the soft activity we've seen in recent quarters. Like we've said before on many podcasts, you tell enough people bad news for long enough and they will act in a self-fulfilling manner. The oil sector, after all of this, will emerge better, stronger, and more productive than before. And it won't need $110 oil to be profitable. So what we think is bad for us is actually, in the long term, going to turn out to be a positive step. Can we see that now? No. But remember, fear and faith ask you to believe the same things. They want you to believe something you cannot currently see. These are not perilous times. They're just changing times. The barbell economy exists and it's flowing through the system underneath all the chaotic headline events which work to capture so much of our attention. Make sure you're aware of it. We update those portfolios for members each week and post them online. Members can see all the positions in their private member areas. So what happened on the fresh data front today? Services, the ISM service reading, uh, beat the numbers, came in better than expected. Both areas suggesting that generational shifts are at work and being overlooked by most. The April ISM non-manufacturing reading came in at 55.7, a full point higher than what was expected. Business activity increased. New orders increased by 8%, went from 56 to 59.9 on the index. Employment stayed about the same, ending at 53.0. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I apologize. It went up also about 6%. It went up from 50.3 last month to 53 this month. Factory orders also rose more than expected in the March data. Just out, it was up 1.1% versus a six-tenths of a percent expectation. Ex-transportation, we had an eight-tenths of a percent increase, a little bit higher. PMI services index hit a three-month high at 52.8 instead of the 52.0 expected. So I ask you, are those all really bad news? Are they bad pieces of information? Not really. 
In a schematic we did, uh, we showed how the leading economic indicators appear to be pausing. But if you break them down, 44 of the 50 states are positive year over year. In other words, they're still growing. Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, North Dakota, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, and Wyoming are the states that are down year over year currently. Interestingly enough, if you note those states that are showing weakness, they're highly dependent on the energy sector. It is a sign of the impact of the continuing shift in oil prices, and it's had that impact on those local economies. That should not be unexpected. The current status is not unique. As I noted earlier in the podcast, we've witnessed similar mid-cycle interruptions, pauses, lunch stops, whatever you want to call them. But they've taken place before, and they've each lasted pretty long. The mid-80s had one. That lasted for two years. The 90s had one. It was 94 and 95. Now, keep in mind, those were for different reasons, but they were economically driven. They all were like walking in quicksand. They were a long stretch of the doldrums that I described earlier. You generally don't have a lot of choice. You can't get around it. You can't leave the country and expect it to be better. But what you can do is go through it. Here's the thing. Right now, all of our leading economic indicators are right in the middle of expansion territory, showing neither a huge, gigantic growth spurt nor a recession risk. So look, with a closing thought here, the big picture data suggests it's not a coincidence that this same launch pad structure is forming in the market today. This period of the last 18 months with, like I said, another quarter or two ahead is masking the underlying strength that's building in the economy as new industries, new tools, new processes are being built from the next generation taking the reins of our economy. It takes time. It moves slowly. But once again, the point is this. Think demographics, not economics. Count people first. Money and growth follows. We suggest we take patience and discipline into the summer. Let's pray for a dip or a summer swoon or whatever you want to call it. Don't get nervous, but use it for your benefit as a long-term building process for the beneficial horizons ahead. Thanks again for your time. Hope these thoughts have helped. Till we see you on the next podcast. May your journey be grand and your legacy significant.